1: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
2: Hello, everyone. Liverpool take on Newcastle United at the weekend. Rafa returns to Merseyside. Well, I say returns. I think he returns here every weekend because he's probably still got his house on the Whittle. Um, But that's not for us. To make any judgment over, um, although you know, if Chris chooses to, that's entirely up to him and, and totally free of my control. Chris Page, of course, Ross Chanley and Jamie Richards returning to the couch. Let's get stuck into it with exactly what we've, we've discussed there. Chris Rafa's return. Um, he hasn't got a, a, a great record since against us since leaving us. But he has developed an ability to cause uh, more than a few moments of frustration. Yeah, you? I
0: think as a Liverpool fan, you, you obviously understand what type of a manager he is. And you, you tend to fear him because on his day you can create a game plan that can win a game of football or can certainly draw a game of football. He's not had the best luck since he's obviously left Liverpool. I think we've had three meetings, a couple of two-all draws and a one old draw with his side, Chelsea and Newcastle both. Um, but because it's Rafa Benitez, because you understand, like I said before, you do fear him and... Listen, they managed to beat Manchester United only a couple of weeks ago, so he's still got it. He might not have the players that he used to have, but he's certainly a great manager regardless.
2: Yeah, I think there's a degree to which, Ross, um, like Newcastle not, look not great. The, the, there's a reason why they're only two points outside the relegation zone, but they've I think they've very much stopped the rot. They've made themselves harder to beat. They lost twice in 2018, and that was to City and Chelsea. Um, I think mercifully for us in that is that they were both away from home, which kind of augurs well, you know, it, it, they don't have a great record against those uh, the top calibre teams on, on the travels, but, you know, we should be wary of, he's brought the in in particular, who's looked great since he's uh, since he's made his debut, a back to the wall performance, is has got Rafa written all over it, hasn't he?
3: Yeah, I think if you, if you pair that with our home form as well, um, and the amount of goals that we can see at Anfield, he's, he's very little, mm-hmm. uh, and then again, with a teams that we played, like the West Ham and stuff, we're able to break these teams down now and I think we're a lot more confident, or I certainly I as a fan, yeah. that when people are backs to the wall, we can control it and, and be patient rather than beginning the season. It was a bit it's a bit of a scrappy affair and a bit yeah. rushed and stuff and I, I think it'll give the players a lot of confidence going into this game. Yeah,
2: I mean, we're reaching this point, aren't we, Jamie? kind of following off from what Ross says. I don't know what you're meant to do against Liverpool, you know, as an opposition manager, because you're right, because the, the smart money's probably just about still on come and park the bus, because it, it makes sense, the whole form isn't, perhaps, our whole form isn't quite as good as we'd have it be, but, as Ross kind of alludes to, we are starting to, not to grind out, we're actually not grinding anything out, we're starting to competently, comfortably beat. Now teams that come with a game plan to frustrate us, um, I just think it's. I think it all just just feeds into how it's just boss being a Liverpool fan at the moment. And look, I love Rafa. I wish him all the best in his career. But Quite frankly, that goes completely out the window. I want us to continue to do what we've done. I'll treat him the same as I'll treat David Moyes in 90 minutes this weekend, and I want to see us, you know, batter this team.
1: It literally is the only fixer that the whole season where you want Rafa to not win the game, yeah, because Liverpool fans just love him because of yeah. what he did for us. He's, he's one of the only, I think, three managers to bring the European Cup to Anfield as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's got, he's got that accolade stuck to his name, but with when. The, the game plan that he's going to bring towards Anfield. So we know everyone
2: just mentally. Yeah, go, yeah, you can act good for <laughs> <laughs> Well,
1: yeah. Basically, we know why, how he's going to set up his team. You know, the countless European ties that he that he has at Anfield and away from Anfield when he was at Liverpool. You know, the Juventus 0-0 away. You know how he's going to set up a team. So he's going to do it against Liverpool. Liverpool an at attacking side. He's going to try and defend. Now. It depends, though. If Salah turns up, he's not, he's not going to be able to defend against Salah. But the thing is, with Mane, you'll be able to get tight to Mane and, and to show, show up short. But if, if Salah and Firmino show up, there's going to be goals. He's going, he's going to collapse, it.
2: I think that's the thing, is it? Because if you go back to that the, the draw and we, we were all banging our heads on a, wall, on a wall about Liverpool at that time. That was, the, that was the, coming toward the, the tail end of our worst spell of the season when we do with them away from home and It it felt like it was just our oh, typical Liverpool, blah, blah, blah. The team that we're going to put, we could theoretically start only, like, we could start, I reckon, three? It might be more, but we could probably just, just, just three, of the same team that started at St. James's Park. We are a massively different outfit. We've gone up so many levels since. Then.
0: Absolutely, you know, was it first of October? We played them, something like that. It was around about that time, wasn't it? And this is a Liverpool side now, who's full of confidence, who's flying in the European Cup as well, or the Champions League, and you know, yeah, with Firmino, Salah, Mane, it's picky poison. I mean, you you can try and stop one of them, but you can't really stop all three, and that's the headache that it's causing managers around the Premier League. And listen, you mentioned something before, Paul, about um, about Anfield. Klopp could very easily be the the next league manager this season to go unbeaten at Anfield. Rafa Benitez was the last one to do that, wasn't he, in 2008, 2009? I think it was... 15 wins and 3 draws if I remember correctly something like that but Klopp hasn't been beaten at Anfield in the league obviously we've had West Brom other than that it was back to April and Crystal Palace last season I think you know this is a side who like playing at home who, who understand that if you make it difficult for your opponents they come in and they're scared of you and they're, they're already thinking about how many they're going to concede and they're worried about it and we've got the players to go out there and absolutely dominate this game of football and take it to them and score
2: goals again Absolutely I completely agree I think the big question because you said you've got to pick your poison in the front three and the pick your poison for the midfield as well to, to some extent what we'll do is we're going to get the lads to pick their preferred 11s in, in a moment so if you get your whiteboards at the ready and your pens to scribble it down because in no way shape or form have we done this prior to filming Um before we get into that though, Chris, we've got a little clip to show people from the Stats and Tactics show. Do you want to just give us a little... Yeah, place-y?
0: so every week on the website, basically on, on the RedmenTV.com, we, we do look back at the previous game. Um, I look at loads of different stats websites. We look at the tactics around it. But this little clip basically is of just how balanced our team has been recently with regards to the two fullbacks. And this time I've set it up on touches down here. and wanted to just show you, look at Andrew Robertson where he's touched the ball. More in their half than in our half which is pretty incredible for a fullback. first and foremost he's got a ball around there as well breakouts from corners I think they were in the end let's have a look let's throw Trent in there as well let's take Robertson off for now you can see again more touches in the opposition half than in the defensive third uh, and defensive half which is great and there's that balance that I was talking about you know almost well exactly the same amount of touches 112 each between the two fullbacks very very balanced that isn't it absolutely superb i want to take a little look at the midfielders as well to be honest with you so let's start with emre chan look at that that's nice isn't it all around the center of the park dominating there obviously takes a couple of shots off as well 109 touches for him but the guy with the most touches on the day james milner and look where he is he's absolutely everywhere of course he's more focused down the left hand side he has to be he's got ox on the other side to him but he's everywhere he's on the right hand side he's down the left he's down centre. That's the type of performance that I've come to expect from James Milner in centre midfield. He's so much better than I thought he ever was, you know. So, yeah,
2: let's get stuck straight into it, Jamie. Um, This does feel a little bit like... You've not used... this Is this Chris's white my you writing. writing. You see
1: this? This is my whole life in university. I just plagiarise everything and then put my name on it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you could be a writer in the Liverpool scene. Um, <laughs> James Milner is the obvious change for you there. Look, the midfield three, I think, is where the large discussion points are going to come from here. Emre uh, Chan had a belted of a game last week. Yeah. Uh, any... But any reason why you you stuck with Hendo other than it meant you didn't have to rewrite him?
1: (laughs) It's a big word, Paul. He didn't. Um, I think the reason um, Hendo needs to come up with more match fitness, and I think Channel start the Champions League game. I think Milner won't play a Champions League game against Porto, but he will play against United the week after. That's interesting. So I think you just give him a seven days rest. That that'll be the midfield change. I think that uh, yeah, and back four. Trent as well. Yeah, Trent over Gomez. I think Gomez might play in the Champions League. Same reason for Milner as well. I think he'll, he'll have a rest midweek and then he'll play against United. I think the. Can I see yours while
2: well, well, please?
3: Wow, well, Klein! This. Yeah, mate. Is, that, is this because it's preferred eleven? Yeah. And, you know, I, yeah, you it can't be key. wrong. Like last week. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I want to see. Yeah. I, I know for a fact he's not going to play is because he's only played the one game. But I would love to see that. And I know Klopp has said Gomez will play more at centre half. I think that's what as fans we all want to see, Um, I know he's not playing much at centre half either but he's not playing with Van Dijk either and I I would love to see that that centre back partnership uh, as as we climb that reassurance, getting some game time, Um, I I said, I don't think they will play but I would like to see that, I think it's too much of a big risk to play them going into this business end of the season Mm -hmm. and every point is vital at the moment so we're not going to see it but I would just love to see, that's what I'd like to see.
2: We've all gone for Robertson at left back yeah. Is there a shelf for
3: Roberto Moreno in on this one? I think there should be, but I don't see why you would drop uh, Robertson. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I've kind of thought about this team. The way that I've built it is around Manchester United Okay. Um, for the following week, because I think you can afford to rest players in that Porto game, yeah. and we've still got the players to be able to bring first-teamers in. The likes of Jordan Henderson, the likes of Gini Wijnaldum, Adam Milana, <coughs> I all expect to start midweek. Uh, Moreno, exactly the same. That's... Although I don't agree that it's the right type of game for Joe Gomez, mm-hmm. I do think Man United is. Yes. And he needs a little bit of fitness, do you yeah. know what I mean? So I've gone for Joe Gomez in this because I don't want him playing in Man United cold and I don't want a short break on the from the Wednesday to the that's to the next Manchester list. United game. That's a and this is point. probably a game that we could do that in. Uh, Matted Van Dijk, because it is the right type of game for that. And then I've gone with the f- same midfield three, because I think that's the midfield three that has to start against Manchester United
2: decent it's a decent shout it, it, it's it interesting. i think hend i think henderson will start solely because and i want to see him start because i, I, I think the reason Emre chance started last week because he he he'd missed the he'd missed a bit of footy and he needed to get back into the rhythm of playing i mean you are right and having a european game so soon does help because you're not you're not out in the cold for too long um but i think we i think we'd naturally bring henderson in because I think we've we've talked about this, the Matip and Henderson thing. I think they're your two guys when you're looking to unlock a team. I disproved that massively last week, yeah, by the way, because I thought yeah. it was an, I thought it was his best performance in a game where Liverpool were expected to dominate. Um but yeah, you want right, putting the bots away? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> we are <laughs> done okay. with them, are we? We'll um Yeah, I, I um, there's a strong, there's a strong case. I would, I would like to see Jordan Henderson, and the same reason I've gone for Joel Matip as well it's just uh I think we're going to have lots of the ball again in this. The only, I mean, it's likely to be Gale. Who do we think? I mean, uh, Virgil Van Dijk, yeah, nailed on. If you had to pick one of our centre halves up against Dwight Gale, Love him you'd pick Love him Interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not sure. I, I mean I'd, I'd go Virgil van Dijk, but if it was added to the other two,
2: I mean in addition to him. Yeah. Um
0: maybe Matip, you know. Mm. Maybe Matip. I've got,
2: Matip I've got a
0: feeling I've got a feeling the girls done well against Lovran in the past. <laughs> it's,
2: probably, it's probably it's probably true, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um uh, Chamberlain who had Oxley Chamberlain in. Yeah. 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 Jamie? No, no. no just because he wasn't on the board. First just because he wasn't on the board. He was quality. Also. My always are
1: really bad when I'm writing, so didn't want to put that down. No, so no, stuck with no, Alana.
2: Yeah, and you also, and obviously lowercase for Milner, cool. Um <laughs> the uh... <Is> it? <laughs> <laughs> That's sad. Yeah, this is I think this the midfield is gonna be we, we could literally do this show on the midfield alone for the rest of the season. You no, know, Chris. The, the attack's gonna pick itself. There's always gonna be one or two questions over the defence, but I think we're going to go game to game, having no clue what our midfield's likely to look like. And I think the odds of us, I think you've got the same midfield from last from last weekend. There's a case to be made. We might not ever see the same midfield game to game just simply because we've got so many plates to keep spinning in terms of players. Yeah, tennis.
0: you're right. I think that it's a really interesting point, but... You know, that left-hand side for me over the last couple of weeks with Robbo, with Milner, with Mane, has been our major strength. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that I think Sadio has come into a little bit more form because he's got James Milner behind him. Because, you know, think about Robertson. You know, he, get, he gets an assist at the weekend. Milner gets an assist the week before. Robertson can go forward and he knows he's got a guy who's covering his position, who understands what he's got to do when he's there. And equally when Mane cuts inside, Milner can get there, get on the outside and play a ball with his left foot. And he's mm-hmm. not an aimless cross with the ball, James Milner. The, this that left hand side for me has been a massive strength. And I'd like to keep I'm not thinking about the midfield, I'm thinking about the left hand side and the right hand side. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I, I like mate, I think they're our strength at the moment.
2: I, I I agree that there's a good chance um, Jamie, that we might see See what Chris is kind of getting at is that this team we're gonna make changes for Porto because there's no. It was just Klopp saying, oh no, you know, no, you, you're not, you're definitely keeping players fresh for Man United. That, I think Chris is probably right that this team that we see against Newcastle, whatever it ends up being, will be far closer to the team that's starting against Man United than the team that we we pick to play Porto.
1: Yeah, I think we we just that's that's the thing though. A lot of people saying like, oh, we should like you know, put maybe Moreno left back and, you know, switch around a bit for this Newcastle game. We don't need to, we can't underestimate this Rafa Benitez side. Yeah, you're right. They beat United a few weeks back, like you said yeah. before. So the thing is, he's he's going to set up his team a lot more disciplined than David Moyes does on the weekend. He's got a better squad than David Moyes as well. So I think like, like what you said, when the player's going to come in, that probably will be the closest team that we will see against United as well.
2: The hope, I mean, just a counterpoint to that slightly is that I'm not. Well, I would never write off Gale because he's got that tremendous record of just pissing us off, like. But I think I, I don't know that they've got someone who causes problems like Arnautovic caused us no, for yeah. West Ham last week. Which I mean, look, Newcastle don't score goals. I think they've scored 27 and 28. I think so far this season, the thing that they have got, and it's why you, if we if we're able to to break them down. I wouldn't expect us to trounce them because similarly defensive wise, I think they've got the second best defensive record outside of the, the top seven teams, which is a pretty crap fact when you really drill <laughs> down into. It. Um, but it is what it is, you know. Of, of those teams struggling down there, they do concede the, they pretty much concede the fewest goals after after Brighton. So yeah, I, I wouldn't expect it to be a big result, but it's also worth remembering that if it is a big result, let's not fall into the oh it was only Newcastle trap because. You know, as I say, they are a, a, a solid... And, and you team. know, the
0: other thing, I'm hoping that Shelby's not fit for this game really, as well. Yeah, I mean, he's a doubt for this weekend, but he's caused us problems. He's another one, isn't he? Yeah. He, like,
2: he, he has he's a chip on his then.
0: shoulder. Yeah. yeah, Every time he turns up against us. So I'm hopeful that he doesn't start as well, makes it a bit easier for us.
2: Yeah, interesting to see what, how the midfield would line up in that, in that instance. Diami's another one of those guys, you know, we were heavily linked with him a few seasons ago. Be nice for these guys just to not have a point to prove against Liverpool. That would be splendid. Please, uh, let's have a quick look at how everyone else is playing uh, this week. So obviously, Thursday night's going to see Arsenal, Man City, the rearranged fixture from the uh, the League Cup final. Arsene Wenger, who said. There's no problem. Why are we talking about my future? we talk about my future. My future's fine. I I chose my future. It's cool. Everyone's gonna be talking about his future. Um, that's fine. I mean, again, a, another three points drop for Arsenal. Look, we know, we know, we know, we know this Arsenal are, are, are out of the race for top four. But I think that that would be done and dusted uh, completely at that point. Hey, hang on, Jordan Anderson is saying we're not out of the title race. Is he really?
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, the, 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 they've been taken out of context. That He said that Liverpool still have a chance. Mathematically. Literally. He said, yeah, yeah, like I thought that.
0: he said, I'm not going to give up on it until we mathematically
1: can't. Fair, well, right? yeah, well, that, well you don't want bit, your captain coming out saying, oh, yeah, it's theirs. Have it. He's right
3: though. He did
1: say that. No, he is right. <laughs> but, no, like, but he's, but he's so, what he is saying yeah, yeah, yeah. that is He's yeah. saying
2: mathematically, he's not saying like we're in the race. But we're, we're, it's different, isn't it? That's it. He's not ruling that's us how, out. I thought yeah. the yeah. Trinity made a group yeah. Made yeah. That. Arsenal, <laughs> well, What I'm saying is
0: Arsenal are a lot closer to us than us to <laughs> Manchester yeah. City. Yeah, yeah,
2: so, yeah definitely. Um, Spurs, Huddersfield. I mean, Huddersfield have had a little, a little mini resurgence. Um, they're still going to roll over and ask Spurs, Spurs, Spurs to take got a game like, tonight
3: as well, haven't
2: they? Yes, they have like, cup replay. Newport, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Was it Roxdale? I don't know. Lo- I've lost track. Um, yeah, they've got a cup replay. Someone will be screaming at their uh, top oh, screen Rossdale, right yeah, now. It's Roxdale, yeah. Laptop. Um whatever. Um FA <laughs> Cup. <laughs> I it might as well not exist as a competition. Love it. Love the FA Cup. We're not in it. Don't care about it till next year. Man City, Chelsea, another big one on Sunday. And uh, Palace, Man United on Monday. We've talked about this a few times, Chris. That thing of... I hate playing Palace on a Monday night. I hate playing Palace ground. in general, but the... H- having points on the board against another good situation for us there. We're going to be televised, so there will be a, be the added pressure, the, the late kick-off on, on Saturday for us. But yeah, Man United are the team to catch. Go and get three points on the board and then yeah, put your feet up, watch the Palace game and hope hope wonderful Roy can, uh, <laughs> can pull something out the bag. Like.
0: Hey, listen, Rafa Benitez, actually a pool manager, managed to pull something out the bag for us last week or a week before maybe, so maybe Roy can do something for us this weekend.
2: Yeah, don't bet any money on it, please. Um, yes, anyway, we're going to be doing the Start 11 prediction show. Chris will be doing that for your wonderful faces and ears. That shall be splendid. As we've mentioned already, go and check out the stats and tactics show on the RedmenTV.com. It's an absolute belter. But before we go, let's have a score prediction. Jamie, what do you think it's going to be? 2 Excellent.
3: Ross. 6-0. 6-0. Get that.
2: Point. Point. Why not? Get, all right, go ahead. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <Who> <laughs> you too? <team? laughs> this is not your preferred score. This is oh, the shit. I'm 3-0, <laughs> no, then. The score
3: prediction.
2: <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Why not? No, 6-0. 3-0, Liverpool. I'll no. take it. Yeah. So, yeah, you know what? That, 4 Four 0 now four one because Gail's bound to score, isn't he? That's it? Um, yes, leave your score predictions in the comments section underneath. Go and subscribe to RedmenTV.com. Some amazing stuff coming up on there. Chris has got podcasts galore. If you're into that kind of stuff, uh, who's your guest this week? Andrew Beasley. Wow, the man to Red. The man who everyone turns to immediately after a Liverpool result for the most interesting stats is on Chris's podcast this week. So go over to the website, sign up, start your free month. Uh, and experience everything that we keep banging on about. And if you enjoy it, let us know. That's how big it is Um, when it's cold. Um, But other than that, thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for subscribing. See you soon. ta da